Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. Okay, welcome back to the Bible Breakdown. I'm Kat. And I am T. Hello, T. Hello, Kat. How are you? I am taking it one step at a time. Well, maybe you'll be healed by the Word of God that we're going to read today. Yeah, you and a few other people will like that. <laughs> okay. A, a, I can think of a few people who would want me to be healed by the Word of God. Uh, maybe it'll, you don't know. This might do it. Like last, now last time didn't do it. We were just really reading a bunch of names that the Israelites murdered. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, murder last time. A lot of kings getting overthrown by Joshua. Yeah, it was, it was pretty epic. Once again, and I would like to remind people, like when we think the way that these people were thinking of kings and the way we think of kings, probably very different. These were probably just local warlords. So then they deserve to die. Not necessarily. Like you could make the case that like we're currently ruled by like a warlord. Like pretty much everything's kept in check by the threat of violence. Yeah, not a lot. Not a lot has changed since these times. Just technology, and we have better medicine. Yeah. And um, we do, and toilet paper. Toilet paper. You... And for the most part, we've all agreed that incest is bad. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got into that part. But misogyny and hating gays, we can keep that. Yeah, and beating children. All that stays. Yes. All that stays. Super hard. No, what was funny, I was listening to the Pat Down earlier, uh, Miss Pat's podcast, and uh, it was really funny because they actually were discussing the Bible. They just got on the topic, and Miss Pat and Dion were just basically like, do you believe that really happened? Because that don't make no sense like the Bible stories and stuff. And so it's kind of funny because their other co-host, he's more of a like conservative type. So he was really good at just keeping it light and stuff like that. But I was like, uh, Dion is actually one of the people I wanted to have on the show because he has another local podcast called Sorry, We're Canceled. And mm. they're not afraid to talk about controversial topics. So I'd gotcha. like to have him and his uh, co-host on one good time. But it was really kind of refreshing to hear that because you don't hear that, especially from Black Americans very much. Yeah, I mean, I've just come to the point where it's like, again, and I think maybe we not meet, need to, we might need to start putting this as this disclaimer, but we are reading in the literal sense of the Bible. And I believe what a lot of people are doing is they're doing their own interpretations of the Bible. And then even further, and they don't even know the Bible says don't do that. Well, yeah, actually, I had a friend point out to me yesterday that, um, a lot of people are actually biblically illiterate is the phrase that she used. And um, I love that phrase. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, and I, and it's, I think it's true. A lot of people don't actually sit down and read the Bible page to page, you know, cover to cover. So um, I just, you know, we, most people, when they go to church, they get it interpreted to them. I mean, you might read along, but it's like, you're kind of being told what it's supposed to mean. Versus going and like really digesting it and examining it yourself, 
And then I think another layer to it is I brought up many times before is like when people think of church, they connect that to the community that they actively have. And then that falls under the umbrella of God. So if we're questioning things that are in relation to also God, it seems like we're attacking them. And that's certainly not what we're doing um, to be assholes, at least. It's more so like we're just challenging things because at the end of the day, I think we all want the same things. We want the world to be a better place. A safer place same like I want things to be better like I feel like a lot of conservatism is like let's keep things the same and I'm like no things need to get better and also things just change have to change because our situations change so heartily agree with that statement um definitely not I'm not doing this because it's difficult to do because I know like some of the stuff I say does um it comes off as hurtful to people but it's not intended to be hurtful um like one of my favorite quotes the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Well, there's another thing too that I learned recently that there's a difference between being honest and being truthful. And I don't think we, at least I don't normally think of a differentiation. There actually is a difference. You know, being honest is like just saying how you feel. That's kind of like being honest, but like being truthful is like, you know, you can, is more like factual based. So like I can say, oh, I went to the store and came home and yes, I'm being truthful to you, but maybe I went to the store then I stopped at the gas station and then I came home, you know? So then like, I'm still being truthful, um, but I'm not necessarily being honest, if that makes sense. So it's, I get it. Yeah. Cause there's a, um, and then there's that idea too, of like a radical honesty can be rude cause you really shouldn't share everything you're feeling. Like that isn't helpful in every situation. Yeah, I am learning, learning that one. That <laughs> it's a lifelong a lesson. Because well, we, we say we, everyone should take a class on when to shut the fuck up. Yeah, sometimes. And then I'm just learning that you have to learn to meet people where they're at and try to communicate with them in a way that they can comprehend and understand. Even if it makes sense to you, it still doesn't make sense to them. But there's like a balancing act with that because some people are still no matter what committed to misunderstanding you and that was a phrase that i had thrown at me um i knew i I, I knew of that phrase before but i couldn't put it together and then that was brought up again to me um by my friend and so i was just like man just dropping gems here it's a lot all right you ready to get this cracking sure Sure. All right, you're up. You're up. Joshua 13. Um, are we doing the last time, by the way? Well, I guess we did. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, I already did it. But we didn't say which version this is. Do you want to tell the people? This is the New Revised Standard version. Um, yeah. I actually downloaded uh this version on my Kindle as well because I wanted to go to and take some notes and stuff. Uh, All right. The parts of Canaan still unconquered. Now Joshua was old and advanced in years. And the Lord said to him, you are old and advanced in years. And very much of the land still remains to be possessed. This is the land that still remains. All the regions of the Philistines and all of those of the Geshurites from the Shior, which is east of Egypt, northward to the boundary of Ekron. It is reckoned as Canaanites. There are five rulers of the Philistines, those of Gaza, Ashdod, uh, Ashkelon, Gath and Ekron, and those of the Avum, in the south, all the land of the Canaanites, 
in Miaroth that belongs to the Sidonians to Ahek to the boundary of the Amorites in the land of the Gebulites in all Lebanon toward the east from Balgad below Mount Hermon to Lebo Hamath all the inhabitants of the hill country from Lebanon to Misrep Hoth Mame even all the city Sidonians I will myself drive them out before the Israelites only allot the land to Israel for an inheritance as I have commanded you now therefore divide this land for an inheritance to the nine tribes in the half tribe of Manasseh uh, or Manasseh Manasseh the territory uh, ter- okay the territory east of the Jordan with only half tribe of Manasseh, the Reubenites and the Gadites received their inheritance, which Moses gave them beyond the Jordan eastward as Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave them from Aror, which is on the edge of the Wadi Arnon and the town that is the that is in the middle of the valley and all the tableland from Madaba as far as Dibon and all the cities of King Shion of the Amorites who reigned in Heshbon as far as the boundary of the Ammonites and Gilead in the region of the Geshurites and Makathites and all Mount Hermon and all Bashan to Salakah, all the kingdom of Og and Bashan who reigned in Astaroth and in Edri. He alone was left of the survivors of the Rephaim Rephaim, Rephaim, Rephaim. Yeah, these uh, these Moses had defeated and driven out. Yet the Israelites did not drive out the Geshurites or the Makathites, but Geshur and Maka, 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 uh, live within Israel to this day. To the tribe of Levi alone, Moses gave no inheritance. The offerings by fire to the Lord God of Israel are their inheritance as he paid to them. The territory of Reuben. Moses gave an inheritance to the tribe of the Reubenites according to their clans. Their territory was from Aror, which is on the edge of the Wadi Arnon, and the town that is in the middle of the valley, and all the tableland by Medabah, with Heshbon and all its towns that are in the tableland, Dibon and Bamoth Baal, and Beth Baal Meon, and Jahaz, and Ketamoth, and Methoth. And Kiriathaim, Sibma, and Zerah Sahir on the Sahar, on the hill of the valley, in Beth Beor, in the slopes of Pishgah, in Beth Jeshimoth, that is, all the towns of the tableland, in all the kingdom of King, in all the kingdom of King Shion of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon. Whom Moses defeated from the leaders of Midian, Evi and Rechem, and Zer and Hur and Reba, as princes of Sihon, who lived in the land, along with the rest of those they put to death. The Israelites also put to the sword Balaam, son of Beor, who practiced divination. In the border of the Reubenites was the Jordan and its banks. This was the inheritance of the Reubenites, according to their families with their towns and um, villages. Sorry, the territory of Gad. Moses gave an inheritance also to the tribe of the Gadites. 
according to their families. Their territory was Jazer and all the towns of Gilead and half the land of the Ammonites to Aurora, which is east of Rabbath, and from Heshbon to Ramoth, Mispah, and Betanim, and from Mahanaim to the territory of Debir, and in the valley, Beth Haram, Beth Nimra, Sukoth, and Zabhan, the rest of the kingdom of King Shion of Heshbon, the Jordan and its banks, as far as the lower end of the Sea of Chinnereth, eastward beyond the Jordan. This is the inheritance of the Gadites according to their clans with their towns and villages. The territory of the half-tribe of Manasseh, east. Moses gave an inheritance to the half-tribe of Manasseh. It was allotted to the tribe of the Manassites according to their families. Their territory extended from uh, Mahanaim through all the through all Bashan, the whole kingdom of King Og of Bashan, and all the settlements of Jair, which are in Bashan, 60 towns, and half of Gilead, Astaroth, and Edriel, the towns of the kingdom of Og in Bashan. These were allotted to the people of Machir, son of Manasseh, according to their clans, for half the Machirites. These are these are the inheritances that Moses distributed in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan east of Jericho. But to the tribe of Levi, Moses gave no inheritance. The Lord gave the Lord God of Israel is their inheritance, as he said to them. Thanks be to God. Ooh. Okay, so what I'm taking from that is that um, once again, God's super into real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, even though apparently the Lord could make some anytime he wanted to, but instead is like, Hey, I'm just going to kill these people. Cause I kind of hate people anyway. And, um, they kind of revisited some stuff. Cause we got to hear, Oh wait, what was that one word? There was divination. One of the, oh, when they were, uh, talking about the five rulers of the Philistines and one of them was Ashkelon that reminded, that sounds like a type of braiding here. Um, so that was funny to me. Um, they brought up Balaam again because he was the divinator they tried to get to curse the Israelites and the donkey mm-hmm. was talking to him. Do you remember that? Balaam's ass? Um, no, but the word divination struck me, so I looked it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's just witchcraft and telling the future and stuff. Yeah, that that's what it basically says. Yeah. So, um, but Balaam, you don't remember Balaam's ass? You don't remember the talking donkey from the Bible? <sighs> but you remember what... it from Shrek. Yeah, we're so we're so far in, but sure. I mean, yeah, I vaguely remember it. Okay. Apparently it wasn't very spectacular to you. That's fine. You don't have to remember everything. To me, it was memorable. There was a talking donkey in the Bible, and I think that is what Donkey from Shrek is based on. Yeah, you said that that episode that we read this. I remember that. Yes, and I'm saying it again. If the Bible can repeat itself, so can I. Okay. Um, and then the half tribe of Manasseh, I think they keep bringing that up because that's like Joseph's tribe and he married a like Egyptian woman. So they're not fully considered a tribe of Israel. They're a half tribe, but they still get stuff because Joseph was a big deal. Yeah, they were getting a lot of stuff. Um, and then also that they stole from people they killed that. And it, I just found it funny that in certain instances, it was basically saying like, oh, these people don't get anything, like particularly last sentence said, you know, uh, but to the tribe of Levi, Moses gave no inheritance. Lord well, God of Israel is like, their inheritance. 
Well, because ultimately the Levites are coming out on top because we read before everybody's got to bring a portion of their inheritance to the Levites as, to get right with God, mm-hmm. like for the offerings yep. and the that. atonements and stuff. So that's why the Levites don't directly get something because all tw- all other 11 tribes are going to be bringing them stuff on the regular. Yes. You got to spread that fat out on the altar just the way the Lord likes it. He likes it when you set those animals on fire. He likes how it smells. Yeah. Barbecue. It's not creepy at all. Uh, I mean, we like the smell. Like I said, we like barbecues. <laughs> exactly. I, it's just funny to me that so many of the things the Lord likes, people like as well. It's funny. Well, I mean, we are made in his image. Yes, his and his alone. <laughs> Men definitely didn't come from women. Women apparently came from a rib. Oh, it brings back to barbecue. Boom, did it. Joshua 14, the distribution of territory west of the Jordan. These are the inheritance that the Israelites received in the land of Canaan, which the priests Eleazar and Joshua, son of Nun, and the heads of the families of the tribes of the Israelites distributed to them. Their their inheritance was by lot, as the Lord had commanded Moses for the nine and one-half tribes. For Moses had given an inheritance to the two and one-half tribes beyond the Jordan, but to the Levites he gave no inheritance among them, for the people of Joseph were two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim, and no portion was given to the Levites in the land, but only the towns to live in, with their pasture lands for their flocks and herds. The Israelites did as the Lord commanded Moses, they allotted the land. Hebron allotted to Caleb. Caleb. Then the people of Judah came to Joshua Gilga and Caleb, son of Jephnath, and the Kinziite, and said to him, You know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, in Kadesh Barnea concerning you and me? I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land, and I brought him an honest report. But my companions who went up with me made their heart made the hearts of the people melt. Yet I wholeheartedly followed the Lord my God, and Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land on which your foot has trodden shall be an inheritance for you and your children forever because you have wholeheartedly followed the Lord my God and now as you see the Lord has kept me alive as he said these 45 years since the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moses while Israel was journeying through the wilderness and here I am today 85 years old I am still as strong today as I was on the day that Moses sent me my strength is now as my strength was then for war and for going and coming. So now give me this hill country of which the Lord spoke on that day, for you heard on that day how the Anakim were there with great fortified cities. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out as the Lord said. Then Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, son of Jephneth, for an inheritance. So Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, son of Jephneth, the Kenizzite to this day because he wholeheartedly followed the Lord God of Israel now the name of the Hebron family was Kiriath Arba this Arba was the greatest man among the Anakim and the land had rest from war thanks be yeah so from what I gather from that I mean they're essentially Still divvying up the land, and it looks like they are starting to move into some new leadership. Who? Is that not what happened? Is Caleb not being 
put into well, leadership? If, no, it sounds like he's just been given a hillside because he's like 85 years old. So it just sounds like Joshua, like he just stepped to Joshua and was like, hey, before you came around, I was doing big things. And I, Not Moses, okay. yeah. I, I think I confused the people. All right, cool. Well, I, um, I was looking up who the Anakim were. I had a feel. I wanted to make sure before I said it. Yeah, they were supposed to be like a race of giants. Oh, okay. And so that just makes the story even more impressive because it's like, not only did I kill a bunch of people, I killed giants. Well, isn't Goliath a giant? Well, we haven't gotten to there yet, but that's what they say it. Yeah. That's why it was really impressive. So, yeah, um, killing. They were probably just really tall, beautiful people. Um that the Israelites, if they were real, even because I mean, to be fair, the giant in that real. day could be like somebody who was like you know six five. Because sure, exactly in this time, people apparently did not become as tall as they are now. Yeah, because of malnutrition. Yeah. So. Um, and stress. Stress can um stunt your growth. <sighs> or your mom can just bang a short guy. In black, that too. In my case. You can, or um, lack of prenatal care. Could have been that as well. I don't know. All I know is I'm the shortest person on my mother's side. But you know what's good about that? You have more effective blood flow. Okay, cool. (laughs) That's why you don't see, like, a lot of older people. I just want to be 6'2", man. Like, if I could have just been that. But it literally shortens your life. Like, that's why you see little old men and little old women. You don't see, like, really, really big, like, like, you know. I hear that Bill Russell lived into his 80s. He had a spectacularly privileged life. Okay, well, that's what I'm hoping to attain. And was, like, it's really important if you are a tall person, make sure you work on your circulation. It's hard to keep blood flowing through your body, so you have to make sure you're making sure you're you should say that to yourself because you're taller than the average woman i get a lot of i do i, I make sure i get a lot of blood flow <laughs> okay i do inversions too because my heart has to work harder to pump blood up to my like face and scalp and stuff okay yeah. <laughs> real talk sure. and thank you for noticing i'm tall yes i'm very tall you listeners. are you're taller than the average woman for sure yes yes I'm um, above the standard deviation. Oh God, this is gonna be a lot. Like of five seven. Can I also compl- uh, compliment your pronunciation? Because a lot of this stuff is really hard to pronounce, and you're gonna have to pronounce a lot of stuff in this next one. Yeah, and this this chapter is actually longer than the other one. Aren't you like I'm five probably, seven? I'm five eight. Thank you. Oh, oh, see, yeah, you are definitely <laughs> taller than the average one. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think the average one was like what five five. Yep. I still got you beat, so I'm good with that. Yay! That's how you know you're a real man. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua 15. Uh, the territory... I'm just joking, by the way. You can't see our faces, so you might not tell by my tone. I, oh, I, I, knew, I took it Yeah, as a joke. just so everyone knows. I'm not for short shaming. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it could have come off like I love that. diversities in the human form. Yeah. I'm going to get that surgery, though. Which one? Where they break your femur and put a rod anyway, in Anyway, yeah, I'm praying for you. Let's go. What? I want that surgery. It's, it costs like 75K, though. And I'm praying for you. If women can get BBLs and fake I don't think that's stuff, a good idea. What then, would you do if I told you I was getting like a BBL? Be like, I'm praying for you. 
<laughs> what do you want me to say? I would say, hey, I understand. Like, it's fine. I think that's how it would be in the next, like, 50 or plus years. Would Everybody research, would have enhancements. Right. But I don't I don't know if that's the way to go. Like, I would encourage you getting, like, a cybernetic enhancement that's going to make you, like, healthier. But a lot of times these surgeries don't necessarily make us healthier. They just make us, like, oh, now I look more like a porn star. No shade to porn stars. I get a lot of enjoyment from your work, but that's not my ministry. Like, I'm not doing that work. I don't need to do all that. I mean, I just want to be taller. This And this has more so to do with... Why don't you just go live in Asia? You'd be a giant, and then you wouldn't have to have so, possibly so life-threatening or possibly you would be... I don't think you would... Because you know it doesn't make you stronger. You'd be more prone to injury. What? We getting those rods inserted in my femur? Yes. And also, too, I would listen to testimonies of people who've had those surgeries because they're extremely painful. Oh, yeah. I heard it's like super painful. And if you don't like you're going to run on them, I don't think so. Well, it's like you have body. You should really enjoy your body. So you have. okay. first of all, I'm not going to get the surgery. I'm just okay. Good. But second of all, you from what I've read with the surgery, when I found out about it, you have to like do this extensive physical training to get back to like where you can actually walk and do all this. And you have to do it exactly right. Cause if you don't, you'll fuck up and then you've wasted $75,000 and could be crippled. Okay. Like yeah. being able to move about freely in this world is a huge privilege. So you've I convinced me. I won't get the surgery. Yay. I did it. All right. <laughs> praise, praise. I was the never Lord. really going <laughs> to do that, but I can, I can, uh, I thought about it. Okay. Of course, we all think about it, you know. I've, oh my god, for years I wanted a boob job, and um, I just think it was just the benefits don't outweigh the risk for me. That's fair. That's, that's I don't even fair. get I don't even get tattoos. I can't take it. Uh I'm still debating. If I get married, I'll probably get a tattoo, um, like the ring thing. Yeah, I actually I know exactly the tattoo I want because it's not going to just be like you drawing a ring or some symbol. I know exactly how I want to do it. So. And see, I, I know I won't be getting married. So, yeah, I can tell, like, the commitment issues are what's keeping me from marriage. Well, I'll say marriage, tattoo. but I'm saying, loot. like, I'm using that as a stand-alone term or stand, whatever, Perfect. a term to encompass, like, whether it's, like, domestic partnership or civic union. That's, I'm saying it like that. That's I don't know if I'll actually term. get married. Well, don't, I, well, can yeah. I give you some advice? What? Don't marry your sister. I know we've been reading the Bible a lot, and I don't want it to be a bad influence on you because there was a you lot have of that no, going on. Uh, you have no worry. You should have no worries about that. I do not. Both of my sisters are not, um, and I love them. They're not women that I would want to date. I Particularly mean, I, even my if they sister. were, even if they were, though. I'm, I mean, I'm, <laughs> this is getting really weird, first of all. Second of all. Like, listen, my sisters are not hot enough for incest, okay? It's not even that I don't think they're not beautiful young women. It's just whatever. Sure, this I just is don't weird. want you to get the wrong. I just want to make sure you don't. This, this happens in the Bible, oh and gosh. we've been reading it a lot. So just know here on Bible Breakdown, we don't This was a setup. That. Um, it was. <laughs> all right. Let me see if I can get through this last part real quick. Okay before time the territory of judah the lot for the tribe of the people of judah according to their families reached southward to the boundary of edom to the wilderness of zin at the farthest south and their south boundary ran from the end of the dead sea from the bay that faces southward it goes out southward of the ascent of Akbibim, passes along to zin and goes up 
south of Kadesh Barnea. Along to Hezron, up to Adder, makes a turn to Karka, passes along to Asmon, goes out by the Wadi of Egypt, and comes to its end at the sea. This shall be your south boundary, and the east boundary is the Dead Sea, to the mouth of the Jordan, and the boundary of the north side runs from the bay of the sea at the mouth of the Jordan. And the boundary goes up to Beth Hagla, and passes along north of Beth Araba. And the boundary goes up to the stone of Bowen, Reuben's son. And the boundary goes up to Debir from the valley of Akur. And so northward, turning towards Gilga, which is opposite the ascent of Adomim, which is on the south side of the valley. And the boundary, and the boundary passes along to the waters of En Shemesh and ends at in Rogel, then the boundary goes up to the valley of the son of Hinnom at the southern slope of the Jebusites, that is Jerusalem. And the boundary goes up to the top of the mountain that lives over against the valley of Hinnom on the east, oh, I'm sorry, on the west at the northern valley, northern end of the valley of Rephaim. Then the boundary extends from the top of the mountain to the spring of the waters of Neptoa. From there to the towns of Mount Ephron, then the boundary bends around to Bala. This is Kiriath Jarim. Then the boundary circles west to Bala to the Mount Seir, passes along to the northern slope of Mount Jerem, that is Chesalon, and goes down to Beth Shemesh and passes along to and passes along by Timna. The boundary goes out to the slope of the hill. North of Ekron, then the boundary bends around to Shikharon and passes along to Mount Bala and goes out to Jabneel. Then the boundary comes to an end at the sea. And the west boundary was the Mediterranean with its coast. This is the boundary surrounding the people of Judah according to their families. Caleb occupies his portion. According to the commandment of the Lord of Joshua, he gave to Caleb, son of Jephune, uh, a portion among the people of Judah, Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron. Arba was the father of Anak. And Caleb drove out from there the three sons of Anak. Shishai, uh, Ahiman, and Talmai the descendants of Anak. From there, he went up against the inhabitants of Debir. Now the name of Debir formerly was Kiriath Sefer. And Caleb said, whoever attacks Kiriath Sefer and takes it to him, I will give my daughter's Aksha as wife. Othenio, son of Kenaz, the brother of Caleb, took it and he gave him his daughter Aksha as wife. When, he, when she came to him, she urged him to ask her father to, for a field. As she dismounted from her donkey, Caleb said to her, what do you wish? She said to him, give me a present since you have sent me in the land of the Negev. Give me springs of water as well. So Caleb gave her the upper springs and the lower springs, the towns of Judah. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the people of Judah. According to their families, the towns belonging to the tribe of the people of Judah in the extreme south toward the boundary of Edom were, were Kabziel, Eder, Jagir, uh, Kenna, Dimana, Adada, Kadesh, Hazor, 
Ithnan, Zip, Talim, Bealoth, Hazor, Hadata, Kiriath Hezron, that is Hazor, uh, Amam, Shima, Mold, Molada, Hazor Gadda, Heshman, Beth Pelet, Hazar Shual, Beer Sheba, Biziothia, Baloth, Lim, or Aim, Ezem, Etolad, Chajil, Horma, Ziglag, Mad, Madmana, Sensana, Libel, Shilhim, Aim, and Rimen, in all 29 towns and their villages. In the lowland, Eshtal, Zor, Zora, Ashna, Zanoa, Inganim, Tapua, Inam, Jaruth, Jarmuth, Adulam, Soka, Azika, Sarim, Adithaim, Gedera, Gedirothaim, 14 towns with their villages. Zanan, Hadasha, Migdal, God, Dilan, Mizpah, Jokthael, Lakish, Vazkath, Eglon, Kaban, Laman, Chitlish, Gedaroth, Beth Dagon, Nama, and Magadha, 16 towns with their villages. Libna, Ethner, Ashnan, Ipta, Ashna, Nezib, Kila, Akzib, and Marisha. Nine towns with their villages. Ekron with its dependencies and its villages from Ekron to the sea. All that were near Ashdod with their villages. Ashdod, its villages and its... Ashdod, its town and its villages. Gaza, its towns and its villages. To the Wadi of Egypt and the Great Sun within the coast and in the hill country. Shamir, Jatir, Sokath, Dana, Kiriath, Sana, that is Debir. Anab, Eshtenmoth, Anin, Goshen, Holon, Gilath, 11 towns with their villages. Arab, Duma, Eshan, Janib, Beth, Tapual, Afeka, Humta, Kiriath, Arba, that is Hebron, and Zior, 9 towns with their villages. Maon, Carmel, Zip, Juta, Jezreel, Jokdiaim, uh, or Jokdim, Zanoa, Cain, Gibeah, and Timnah, ten towns with their villages, Hahul, Beth Zur, Gedor, Maruth, Beth Anu, and El Tekan, six towns with their villages, Kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath Jarim, Jarim, and Rabah, two towns with their villages in the wilderness, Beth Arabah, Midah, Sek. Uh, Midin, Sekaka, Nibshan, the city of the salt, and in Gedi, six towns with their villages. But the people of Judah could not drive out the Jebusites, the inhabitants of Jerusalem. So the Jebusites live with the people of Judah in the Jerusalem to in Jerusalem to this day. Thanks be to God. You know what the name of the Bible should be? What? How to steal land and get bitches. Because this is pretty much what this is. What stood out to me was like. Caleb was like, hey, anybody who could help me drive these out, you can fuck my daughter. And 
it was like, and she was like, hey, I need a field if I'm going to just be fucking some guy outside the tribe. And um, yeah, there's a lot of town naming. Oh, and also I forgot to mention at the top of the show, the uh, old Pope died. So. Which one? Benedict. Remember he had to step down? Oh, he so died. Oh my gosh. Yeah, He's been he the just... Pope since I was like in junior high. I thought he would have been dead a long time ago. Pope Benedict? Yeah. And I'm not saying uh, that like I was taking bets or anything. I just like huh. he seemed old when I yeah, I believe because he's been the supposed pope. to be old because that's why that show The Young Pope, like I think Jude Law was playing like a 50 some year old and that was considered young for a pope. So um, like popes are supposed to be old. I didn't know he you died. Live, well, you can have a tenor. Yeah, he, rest pope, in peace he to, died. Uh, pope Benedict. Um, that's sad when anyone loses their life. So that's very unfortunate. Um, but that being said, we are at time. Thank you for tuning in to Bible Breakdown Podcast. Um, if you want to connect with us, uh, send us an email at BibleBreakdownPodcast at gmail.com. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, it's, we're excited to go into 2023. Your body belongs to you. Make sure you get therapy. Um, and we'll see you next time for Joshua 16 through 18, which will consist of a few different things, such as the territory of Ephraim, the other half tribe of Manasseh West and the territories of the remaining tribe. So we're looking forward to getting to that next time. Peace.